Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey, hey, hey! Here we are again, and I am so happy to join with you. As always, we're going to begin with a prayer. So grateful to bless ourselves and invoke the Holy Spirit into our hearts, our minds, our awareness. So grateful to choose to recognize the higher Holy Spirit self. Taking a breath of love and gratitude together, I invite you to place your hand on your heart. We place our hand on our heart to remind ourselves that we're wholeheartedly available for the love, for the healing, for the awakening, for the atonement. We're choosing it. We're choosing to wake up. We're choosing to move out of time and space. We're choosing to release the waiting We're grateful and thankful to partner up with the higher self, the Holy Self, the Holy Spirit, and to remember the truth that sets us free. We're taking this breath of love and gratitude together and recognizing I am that I am. And I am one with the I am presence of every being everywhere. So grateful, so thankful to open our hearts and minds to the power and the presence of perfect love actively healing us now. We're gathering together, the two or more who are gathered, transcending time and space for the purpose of our healing, our awakening, our liberation, our transformation. So grateful to know that in the mind of the infinite, it's already done and accomplished. So we're willing to let it be. We share the benefits with all because we're one with them. And in deep and abiding gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. All right. Our topic today is no more waiting. No more waiting. (laughs) One of the things that I notice is that I hear on a regular basis people telling me that they're waiting on God. They're waiting to find out what God wants. And the thing that I know about God, one of the many things I know about God is God is not waiting that this experience we're having in the human realm is completely we've elected to have this experience. We're having an experience of what it's like to seem to create our world, to have it be the experience of our thoughts, our projections, whatever it is that we choose to energize and place our attention on. And it's an opportunity for us to experience the belief in separation and to either choose to invest in it because we're enamored of it or we're so entrenched in it we've forgotten who we are and it's our opportunity to rise above it 
and to remember the truth, which is to accept the atonement for ourselves. So it, uh, many people who might be listening to the show for the first time might be new to A Course in Miracles. Welcome. Uh, we've got well over 200 episodes for you uh, already in the archive of this show and episodes with Ken Wapnick and Gary Renard and David Hoffmeister and John Mundy, Regina Dawn Akers, Tama Keeves, uh, gosh, Nook Sanchez, Nick Davis, Earl Purdy, so many of my favorite Course in Miracles friends, people we many of us know and love. And so you can listen to all those episodes, download them for free, and we're beginning to transcribe them. So uh, not sure how we'll deliver that to you and make that available to you, but just want to let you know that's coming. And of course, if you'd like to make a donation, a contribution to support that transcription effort uh, and this radio show, you can always do that at jenniferhadley.com or at powerofloveministry.net. Make sure you get the .net uh, because uh, this ministry supports all kinds of things, including the Course in Miracles app, which is the deluxe app, and it's totally free for you. Another contribution of the Power of Love Ministry and Myself, Jennifer Hadley, supporting you in your studies of A Course in Miracles. So these things are free. And also more at livingacourseofmiracles.com. You can also make a contribution there to the ministry. It's a non-profit, so it's a tax-deductible contribution. And at livingacourseofmiracles.com, there are many more resources for you there, including if you're thinking of starting a study group and you feel a bit apprehensive, there's support for you there. There are some downloads you can receive there, and uh, they're completely designed to support you in developing that willingness to respond to the Holy Spirit and to start your own study group it's powerful and beautiful so one of the things that i've heard so many students say over the years they're waiting on god they're waiting to find out what god wants them to do but god doesn't want us to do anything we are already perfect whole and complete as of course miracles tells us we're already as holy as holy can be we're we already we can't get any more holy uh, talks about trying to become more holy. If you think you're trying to become more holy, then you're truly investing in the thought that you're not already holy. So that's a thought to let go. I'm already as holy as holy can be. Let me see that. Let me know that. What am I here to do? What's my life purpose? I am here only to be truly helpful. So these are some of the tools for us in A Course in Miracles. And A Course in Miracles has many tools for being the happy learner and living a powerful, productive, joyful life. What's the most productive thing we can do? It's to release all false beliefs and to value the truth. Yes. And so the idea that God's waiting on us or wanting anything from us, we're waiting on God. That is ego nonsense. It really is. And so if you feel like you've been waiting for some direction from God, in this moment, 
the Holy Spirit, which is your higher self, your guardian angel, whatever you'd like to call it, call it the Holy Spirit, that's fine. Just recognize it's not separate from you. It's not apart from you. It is your own holiness. It is the I Am Presence. So that Holy Spirit, I call it the higher Holy Spirit self, to remind myself it is my own beingness, is always live-streaming divine guidance and inspiration for the most loving choices every moment. It never stops. It never turns off. Not even when we're sleeping. It doesn't ever turn off. You can't turn off the mind. It's the mind of God. It doesn't go off. It doesn't have a pause button. It doesn't have a sleep state. Not really. It doesn't. So the thing is, is if we don't feel divinely guided, if we don't feel purposeful, it's because we're unwilling to be truly helpful. It's that simple. If we're waiting, we're waiting for ourselves to be willing to be truly helpful. If we think we're waiting for inspiration and guidance and intuition, I just, in my experience, it's we're waiting because we're not willing. So the way to move out of that sense of waiting and stuckness is to affirm the willingness. I am willing to be truly helpful. I am willing to be truly helpful. I am willing to know the most loving choices for each and every moment, in every situation, in every part of my day. No more waiting. And I'd like to point us to uh, this section in the text, chapter 5. It's section 6. It's entitled, Time and Eternity. And it says here, God, it's my page 86 in the text, God in his knowledge is not waiting, but his kingdom is bereft while you wait. All the sons of God are waiting for your return, just as you are waiting for theirs. You have elected to be in time rather than eternity, and therefore believe you are in time. Yet your election is both free and alterable. You do not belong in time. Your place is only in eternity, where God himself placed you forever. So now one of the things that we see is on this human journey is that More and more people are waking up. They're coming outside of time. They're having what I would call fifth dimensional awareness beyond time and space. And and that's the acceptance of the atonement. We move out of feeling trapped in time and space. And we recover our true mastery, our ascended master state, that awakened awareness. And so... We're the ones who are waiting. We're waiting for our own willingness. It says here now, this is key, guilt feelings are the preservers of time. Guilt feelings are the preservers of time. They induce fears of retaliation or abandonment and thus ensure that the future will be like the past. This is the ego's continuity. It gives the ego a false sense of security by believing that you cannot escape from it. But you can and must. 
God offers you the continuity of eternity in exchange. When you choose to make this exchange, you will simultaneously exchange guilt for joy, viciousness for love, and pain for peace. My role is only to unchain your will and set it free. So this is what Jesus is telling us here. His role is to unchain our will and set it free. And he tells us over and over again in the Course, all we have to do is allow it. All we have to do is say to the higher Holy Spirit self, you decide for me. You're in charge. Lead me, guide me. I surrender trying to control it. And it's really not the I, the I am of the I that is surrendering. Because the I am presence, our holy higher spirit self, is already surrendered. There's no resistance there. It's only our identification with the ego that gives us this sense of stuckness, waiting, resistance, and reluctance. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. So, we can literally hand over the resistance and the reluctance and the waiting and the stuckness to the Holy Spirit. We don't have to figure out how to have a healing. I just love that about these teachings. And I have proved it to myself thousands of times that I do not have to wait and I do not have to figure it out. I do not have to struggle with anything. The only thing that creates a sense of struggle is unwillingness. The only thing that creates... or makes a sense, make is the more appropriate term for Course in Miracles students. The only thing that makes a sense that we're waiting, that we're struggling, that we're resistant, we're reluctant, it's unwillingness. So this is why in all my classes and everything I offer, I share over and over and over again that our work really is just to be willing, and to affirm it all day long. In fact, I've just come up with some uh, cards, little cards of willingness statements that I'm going to be offering on my website pretty soon. (laughs) And they're all I am willing statements to help us. You know how they have angel cards and things like that. So these are willingness statements, and uh, they come in a little bag, and you can Tuck them in your purse or put them on your altar and uh, carry them around. uh, Put them in your back pocket, things like that. Uh, Because that willingness, I have proved it so many times over, that's our key to our liberation. So, Jesus says here, my role is only to unchain your will. Excuse me. Yes, unchain your will and set it free. Your ego cannot accept this freedom and will oppose it at every possible moment in every possible way. So this is how our spiritual practice throughout our day in terms of living A Course of Miracles is to notice 
when the ego is screaming at us, I cannot accept that willingness. I am going to oppose it. No, no, no. It needs to be my way. No, 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 no. My judgments are correct. No, 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 no. I know what should be happening here. I know how this should be. When we feel irritated, when we feel frustrated, when we feel the slightest bit of unease, when the peace is gone, whether we're feeling hysterical, angry, mildly irritated, all of it is always going to go back to the unwillingness to be at peace, the unwillingness to live in the continuity of love. And we're identified with ego. We just, whoop, we snapped into ego identification. The minute our peace is gone, oh, that's what we know. We snapped into ego identification. So I am not a body, and I'm willing to know that this is so now. I'm willing to demonstrate that this is so now. I am willing to let the Holy Spirit decide for me, knowing that everything will be perfect. I will be told where to go, what to say, what to do, and there's no more worry. Only the ego worries. And we can retrain the ego. We really can. And of course, this is what the Course in Miracles workbook is for. Your ego cannot accept the freedom and will oppose it at every possible moment, in every possible way, and as its maker. You recognize what it can do because you gave it the power to do it. You're the maker of the ego personality. You're the designer. You're the one. You're the one that crafted that. You're the maker of it. So you can dissolve and resolve it permanently back to its root source if you so choose by putting the Holy Spirit in charge. Remember the kingdom always and remember that you who are part of the kingdom cannot be lost. The mind that was in me is in you for God creates with perfect fairness let the Holy Spirit remind you always of God's fairness and let me teach you how to share it with your brothers and sisters how else can you can the chance to claim it for yourself be given you you see this is to have all give all to all that's the thing Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. So when we're seeking to know the truth, to live from love, to be in that divine guidance, that partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self, then everything is provided to us, and we don't have to wonder, and we sure as heck do not have to wait. Woohoo! Our liberation is at hand. This is the year, my friends. Oh, my gosh. I do feel it so, so strongly. Right now, I'm offering my New Year's Intentions class. It's a four-part class. We've only done one. We've done two parts. And you can download those right now and join us and do this wonderful work of creating an extraordinary foundation for your biggest breakthrough year ever. So if you'd like my support, check that out. New Year's Intentions at JenniferHadley.com. 
You are listening to A Course in Miracles with me, Jennifer Hadley, and we're on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we are talking about releasing the habit of waiting on God. Don't have to wait on God anymore. One of the, oh, I'll call it a tactical error that a lot of spiritual students make is they don't actually believe the teachings. (laughs) We believe what we live. So if we say, oh, I believe we're all one, but we're still judging and attacking people, well, maybe we're not really believing the oneness. Because would you really choose separation thinking if you believed the oneness, if you knew it was true? So um, one of the things is that we get caught in this thought that somehow it's better not to be prosperous. It's better not to be um, whatever it is we'd like to be. It's better for us to go without and to deny ourselves. So one of the things that we, we end up waiting on is we wait for God to give us the good stuff. But you see, we can activate the good stuff anytime we'd like. However, if we're ego-identified, then the ego will be driving our spiritual practice. And if the ego is driving our spiritual practice, then the ego is going to think that spiritual practice is deprivation. Because remember, the ego is a mindset that is always looking for ways to reinforce the belief system of separation. So anyone who feels deprived... Anyone who feels lack, anyone who feels limitation, anyone who's suffering is perpetuating those ego beliefs of separation. Because feeling deprived, feeling unworthy, feeling left out, these are all results of thinking thoughts of separation, lack, and limitation. Because when we're identified with the oneness, with the higher Holy Spirit self, when we're identified with the kingdom, we just don't experience those things. So that's why it says here in this section, chapter 5, section 6, time and eternity, paragraph 3, remember the kingdom always and remember that you who are part of the kingdom cannot be lost. You can't get lost here. Can't get lost in time and space. The mind that was in me is in you, for God creates with perfect fairness. Isn't that lovely and comforting? So Jesus is telling us that our mind is the same. Same as the mind in Christ Jesus. 
For God creates with perfect fairness. Remember that when he walked the earth, he said, Everything that I have done, you shall do, and even more shall you do. Even more. Let's, let's do this. Let's all do this. Let's tune in to the higher Holy Spirit self and say, Okay, I am willing to do more than Jesus. I'm willing to do more. I'm willing to be more loving. I'm willing to be more in tune with the infinite. I am willing to be more joyful. I'm willing to be more harmonious, more peaceful, more open and available than Jesus. Wow! What a great, great thought. Let the Holy Spirit remind you always of his fairness and let me teach you how to share it with your brothers. How else can the chance to claim it for yourself be given you? The two voices, ego and Holy Spirit, speak for different interpretations of the same thing simultaneously or almost simultaneously. For the ego always speaks first. Alternate interpretation, alternate interpretations were unnecessary until the first one was made. So until we started thinking with the ego, there were no there was just the mind of God, perfect and pure. No interpretations, no meaning was made of anything. There were no projections and no perceptions, just the clear knowing. And that's what we're returning to. When we're accepting the atonement for ourselves, we're saying, I am interested in a return to clear knowing. Now, I, I want to jump ahead here for a second to paragraph 10 in this section. And I love this. I love it. It says, you need not fear the higher court will condemn you. So we don't need to fear God's judgment. Because there's no such thing in the mind of God. Only in the ego. It will merely dismiss the case against you. Now here it's it's called uh, the higher court. Will merely dismiss the case against you. There can be no case against a child of God. And every witness to guilt in God's creation's is bearing false witness to God himself. All right, now, there's so much in this little bit right here. So, number one, anything that you feel guilty about or you condemn yourself for or feel you should be punished for, you're completely mistaken. 100% completely mistaken. And if you believe that anyone should be punished for anything they have done, You're completely mistaken. Because this world is an illusion. It's an experience for us to look at our thoughts, just like the Matrix was in the movie The Matrix. It's a projection. It's not our real life. So why make it real is one of the key points of A Course in Miracles. Stop making it real, and you will stop suffering. Now, one of the things I noticed is so prevalent, and I did a whole radio show on this a month or two ago. I forget which episode now, but um, it is about punishment. 
So people who are identified with the ego will disappoint us because they're acting from ego. It is not our responsibility to punish them. It is not our responsibility to make them feel guilty or ashamed or judge them for their ego-identified choices. If we move into that judgment, shaming them, guilting them, punishing them, we are teaching them that they are bad and they are wrong. And the only reason we would do that is because we believe it about ourselves. So the end of my feeling guilty, ashamed, is completely going to coincide with my willingness to suspend all judgment, all shaming, all guilting, all punishment. Now, this is tricky business because we can say to people, hey, you said you were going to meet me at 7 o'clock and you just didn't show and you didn't say anything. You didn't let me know. You disappeared on me. And I have to say, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But before we go to that space, what about going to, I was concerned for you. I was wondering if you were okay. So one of the things you can notice is, if somebody seems to disappoint you, do you make it about you? That they don't value you, they don't respect you, they don't care about you? Or do you say, oh, I wonder if they're okay. I wonder if something happened to them. I used to go immediately to, they don't respect me. Now I go to, I hope they're okay. I know they're okay. I'm sure they're okay. And I trust that whatever is happening and unfolding for them is perfect love. What else could it be? There is nothing else. And then I don't need to punish anyone or make them feel guilty or make them feel ashamed. At the same time, if I learn later that they just didn't care about my feelings, it's good to make a mental note of that. (laughs) That, hey, this person operates from their ego sometimes and will not care about my feelings. So I'm forewarned. And I can say, hey, I didn't appreciate that. I really don't like that. And I have to say that... uh, Maybe you could say, if that happens again, I think that we'll be complete in this relationship. I'm just really not interested in experiencing more of that. But the thing is, notice first, does it bother you? Because if it bothers you, then you're in perception, you're in your ego. If it doesn't bother you, then you're in your heart. And you're going to make the loving decision. And sometimes the loving decision is to say, I think we're complete. And it's it's the loving decision of I think we're complete for now or in this experience or something like that. It's really, it's going to come from that higher guidance and you will know it 
You'll feel good about it. You won't be worried. You won't be wondering. It's one of the biggest questions I get from people uh, over and over and over and over again is, how do you know when to end a relationship? When you're guided. When you're guided to give it completely to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will take care of transforming the relationship And it may look like they seem to fade away for a while. It may be that they've served their purpose for now or for this lifetime. We don't know, but there's total peace about it. And that's how you know. If you're thinking of ending a relationship, do not end the relationship. Give it to the Holy Spirit for mending, for peaceful resolution. Because... That's what can happen, and it can't happen as long as you're trying to manage and cope with it. It's just, oh, that's so painful, managing and coping with relationships. It's the worst. I just think it's the worst feeling for me, managing and coping with relationships. Absolutely the worst. Okay, so here we go. We all have our pet peeves, if you will. (laughs) I think that's mine, trying to figure out what to do in a relationship. So I just wait till I'm guided. I don't know what uh, I don't know what anything is for. So I'm I'm uh, I'm being divinely guided. The guidance is coming through, and right now my guidance is to do nothing. I need do nothing. Yep, that works for me a lot of the time. And then I'm always amazed how spirit just arranges things and things take care of themselves. That's why I say give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. It's, oh, give all those burdens away. Just lay them right there on the altar. They're not, we don't have to manage and cope. We don't have to figure things out. Whenever we're trying to figure things out, we, we are on a fool's errand. And speaking of fools, here's what I'd like to get to. <laughs> you need not fear the higher court will condemn you. It will mere, merely dismiss the case against you because there isn't one. There can be no case against the child of God. And every witness to guilt in God's creations is bearing false witness to God himself. Appeal everything you believe gladly to God's own higher court because it speaks for him and therefore speaks truly. So everything you think you believe, you're looking at your life, let's say, you're looking at the circumstances and you think, ah, I hate this. This this should be different. Wait a minute. There's that should word. I must be in judgment. Okay, I don't know what anything is for. I'm giving it to the higher court. The higher self, the holy self, the I am presence. You let me know. You let me know where I'm to go, what I'm to do, what I'm to say in order to be truly helpful. And until I know what that is, I'm going to rest in God. I'm going to rest in peace. So it says here, Appeal everything you believe gladly to God's own higher court because it speaks for him and therefore speaks truly. The higher court will dismiss the case against you, however carefully, however carefully you have built it up. The case may be foolproof, but it is not God proof. The Holy Spirit will not hear it because he can only witness truly. 
His verdict will always be, thine is the kingdom. Because he was given to you to remind you of what you are. One of the, my favorite things it says in A Course in Miracles is, you are the kingdom of God. You are the treasure. And forget not that the treasure is the altar. We were talking about this last week. The altar. And that altar of God is your loving heart. Jesus goes on to say here, When I said, I am come as a light into the world, I meant that I came to share the light with you. Remember my reference to the ego's dark glass. And remember also that I said, do not look there. It is still true that where you look to find yourself is up to you. Your patience with your brother is your patience with yourself. Is not a child of God worth patience? I have shown you infinite patience because my will is that of our Father from whom I learned of infinite patience. His voice was in me as it is in you, speaking for patience towards the sonship in the name of its creator. Isn't that beautiful? That God has infinite patience for us. Jesus has infinite patience for us. We can spend as much time as we like in time and space, believing the illusion, believing our projections, believing the meaning we've made of it. We can go with it for, for another thousand, two thousand years if we wish. We can do that. Keep repeating and repeating and repeating. Or we can say, let's give it all to the Holy Spirit. And let's walk on the earth as awakened beings, being truly helpful. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And that is truly my aspiration, to walk on the earth as an awakened being, assisting others to do likewise. That's the whole mission of the Power of Love ministry that I founded and is the co-producer of this radio show, to offer tools for awakening and to support those who are interested in awakening. That's all there is, really. (laughs) There's nothing else. And to be the happy learner, to experience the joy that's available to us in each and every moment when we become the happy learner. So we can hear this voice all day, every day when we decide to be truly helpful. And for me, one of the ways I like to express it is to be in service to the light. I serve the light. I serve the Lord. It says here in paragraph 12, you probably heard this one before, now you must learn that only infinite patience produces immediate effects. This is the way in which time is exchanged for eternity. Infinite patience calls upon infinite love, and by producing results now, it it renders time unnecessary. 
We've repeatedly said that time is a learning device to be abolished when it is no longer useful. The Holy Spirit, who speaks for God in time, also knows that time is meaningless. He reminds you of this in every passing moment of time, because it is his special function to return you to eternity and remain to bless your creations there. He is the only blessing you can truly give, because he is truly blessed. Because he has been given you freely by God, you must give him as you received him. Infinite patience produces immediate effects. So, practicing infinite patience as a spiritual practice, I can honestly say, has transformed my life. I remember when I was maybe 13 years old or so, my mom said to me one time, the reward of patience is patience which is a quote from St. Augustine. And I immediately got it. The reward of patience is patience. Because just consider, how does it feel when you feel impatient? feels irritating, doesn't it? feels frustrating. And our daily living gives us so many opportunities to experience impatience, depending on what we're thinking, of course. We can't have impatience if we're in our loving heart. It won't happen. So when there's a sense of impatience, irritation, and frustration, that's the divine alarm clock letting us know we're not in our loving heart. We've lost touch. We've disconnected from the mothership. (laughs) And so we're going to feel like, just imagine that you're on this planet and you're disconnected from the mothership. What? How do I get out of here? I don't want to stay here. I don't want to be stuck here. I got to get out of here. So how do you reconnect to the mothership? You move into your loving heart. So the... It's. I've talked so much about this, but that little inkling of disharmony is such a trigger for us to wake up and just, whoa, wake up, wake up, wake up, smell the coffee, wake up, you know, because that little bit of disharmony, if you allow it, if you affirm it, if you believe it, if you invest in it, if you energize it, if you feed it, you're ruining your life. You're literally ruining your life. You're ruining your chances for happiness, for harmony, for experiencing the flow of abundance and prosperity and healing. So many people are crying out for healing in their finances, in their relationships, in their physical body, in their career, in their mind, in their emotions. And yet... They don't hear their own cries for love. And this is why our brothers and sisters are mirroring to us our own cries for love. When people seem to be upsetting us, it's our own cry for love projected outwards. 
And so when we can have infinite patience, the immediate effect is the reconnection with the mothership. Infinite patience produces immediate effects. This is the way in which time is exchanged for eternity. Infinite patience calls upon infinite love, and by producing results now, it renders time unnecessary. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So there's so much opportunity for us in every day, and this is what the workbook is all about. This is what really Living a Course in Miracles is all about, is practicing these. I want to go back to uh, paragraph 10 here where it says, Appeal everything you believe gladly to God's own higher court because it speaks for him and therefore speaks truly. It will dismiss the case against you, however carefully you have built it up. The case may be foolproof, but it is not God-proof. So the case against you might be, you're a murderer, you're a thief, you're a rapist, you're a... a mean old so-and-so, you withhold love, you complain and you judge and you criticize and you attack and attack and attack. And so you feel completely unworthy of love, completely unworthy of God's goodness. Well, the higher court will dismiss the case against you and say, not so. You are as worthy of love as Jesus, as Mary, as Buddha, as anyone, as a child, an innocent child. Everyone is worthy of love. This is the story of the prodigal son. All we have to do is be willing to go home in our heart. And our brothers and sisters, our daily experiences, are the very thing that takes us there. That's how we travel there. Yep, and just to jump ahead to the next section, paragraph 5 in section 7, the decision for God. Whenever you are not wholly joyous, it is because you have reacted with a lack of love to one of God's creations. Infinite patience produces immediate effects. And they're the effects we would like. So it's kind of a no-brainer. And our ability to practice patience is something that we can develop. I know because I have learned how to do that. And it's probably one of the very greatest gifts I ever gave myself. So I'm inviting you to make this the year that you practice infinite patience every day. (sighs) So it's time for us to pray out here. I'm Jennifer Hadley. I love to pray. (laughs) So I place my hand on my heart again, so grateful and so thankful for the love of God revealing itself in our walk and our talk. In every moment, we're choosing to live a course of miracles and to listen to the voice of the higher Holy Spirit self, to go to the higher court to remember the truth that sets us free. We're grateful and thankful to allow our healing to be, to know that it's done to share the benefits with everyone, and to allow it to be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen.
Oh, and just before I go, a reminder that uh, my New Year's Intention class, you can join us at any point to get the downloads. We've got two classes done, two more to go, and really helpful tools for you in laying a foundation for an amazing year of real success, healing, and transformation. And... If you enjoy this radio show, if you find it helpful, please write a review at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get the broadcast from. Remember, you can sign up for the podcast. makes it easy. And you also are so welcome to make a contribution to fund this and the transcription of all these episodes at JenniferHadley.com or LivingACourseOfMiracles.com or powerofloveministry.net Please make that contribution now if it feels right to you. Have a beautiful and blessed week. Thanks for joining me.